Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Well, hello and welcome to another of the Pearls of Wisdom podcasts. And today I'm speaking to a very, very special lady who's very close to my heart. If I call her a VIP guest, that just isn't good enough. I mean, extra VIP with extra, extra added to it. Because today I am speaking to the wonderful Sarah Ibrahim. Sarah, welcome. (laughs) Oh, Pearl, you're too kind. I love these intros, as you know. <laughs> extra, extra VIP. I've made it now. I feel like I'm in Hollywood. <laughs> you are, Thank you. You are. You 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 know what you mean to me. And anyone that knows, I mean, Sarah is my executive assistant as well, but she's one of my best friends and it's lovely. We speak practically every day, quite a lot every day. Yeah. It's you have got so much going on in your life at the minute, lovely lady. Mm-hmm. It's now the perfect time to share because you've had massive breakthroughs. You've got great programs you're running. And so we thought, yes, let's jump on. Let's do this interview so you can share your pearls of wisdom. Yep. And I know you are going to resonate with so many of the listeners. So Sarah, I know there's lots of areas. <laughs> so do you want to start on one area that you sure. probably one of the biggest breakthroughs recently yeah I think everything is linked anyway Pearl isn't it so forgive me if this takes kind of a meandering course Um, but I will do my best to articulate it in a way that I finish one part before I move forward onto the next but you know what I'm like I get very excited and everything just kind of comes rushing out um so basically what's happened for me recently the the most um, the easiest way to explain it is that I've stepped into my truth that I have started to show up 100% authentically as myself and owning all of the parts of myself that maybe aren't things that I want to be continuing with so what happened you're asking here's what happened right I decided that I was going to commit myself to two coaching programs right now I had zero pence to commit to these programs at the time. And between the two of them, they have come to a total of four grand, right? Now, I'm not somebody that's shy about spending money on coaching, on investment, investing in myself, because I know the value that it brings. And I know, and you do, Pearl, that when we step into these things with the intention that we are going to get exactly what we need from it, then no matter what the price tag is, that remains to be true, right? So one of these programs was a program about my money blocks. And the other one is actually a mastermind called Magnetic Genius. And I joined them both on the same day. This is a very expensive day for me. (laughs) (laughs) And both of them I joined on payment plans, not knowing 
at all how I was going to make the payments each month, right? Now, I'm not advocating jumping into things that are going to leave you skin or, you know, that are or beyond your means. However, what I am advocating is trusting your intuition and your own ability to create whatever it is that you need. So in this instance, it was money for me, right? So I jumped into this commitment. It was £300 a month between the two of them. And off I went on my merry way. I got started. In the, Amongst all of this as well, I had made the massive decision that I was going to make some lifestyle changes. So I had become aware that there were things that were holding me back um, that I was not addressing because I had the story that I wasn't able to. Now, you know, Pearl, because, you know, there's not a lot that goes on in the brain of Sarah that you don't know. (laughs) Bless you. But essentially what's gone on is that I had a nasty cocaine addiction that I needed to address, right? And it was costing me money. It was costing me time. It was costing me my health. And most importantly of all, it was costing me my vibe because of the guilt and the shame that I had around it that, and I wasn't able to share it with anybody. I wasn't able to tell anybody my struggle because I knew that then that would be sending a message that I was prepared to do something about it. And you know what? Truth was, I wasn't. I didn't like it. I didn't want to be doing it, but not enough to stop, right? I wasn't ready to give it up. And so I finally, finally got to a point where I was like, do you know what? I'm done. I can see that this is the one thing that is holding me back. The one thing is stopping me seeing success in my business. It's the one thing that is stopping me from, from rising and really being able to shine my light in the most powerful way. Jumped into these two programs, right? Within 13 days, I had recouped all of the money for them, plus made an extra £700 on top for myself, right? So this is sales. It's not actual cash in the bank. So I just want to be clear about that Um, because I like to be transparent about these things, right? But I had found a way to pay for them both within 13 days. And the reason that I was able to do that was because I trusted myself. I was going to be able to find the internal resources that I was going to get what I needed from these programs in order to create the income that I needed to be able to pay for them essentially. Right. And so in, I went to these programs and, you know, I'm a big believer that the right people come into our lives at the right time in the right way. And you Pearl are a classic example of that. Yeah. Like you and I have built this friendship, this relationship over the last what year or two. And, you know, it's meandered and grown and evolved. And now I'm working with you and all of that stuff, you know, and this has all happened at the right time in the right way. And so these coaches showed up in my lives, jumped into their programs. Now, one of them, as I say, is about money blocks. So I've been working on my money story and I'm picking what the heck is going on? How did I get to have all these beliefs? Whose beliefs are they anyway? And, you know, bringing my focus onto what actually is going on in my own brain, because once we know that, we can address it and, you know, create new stories. The other program, the mastermind, this is kind of where the magic has really happened for me, has given me, and I hate to use this word, strategy, right? Now, historically, I've used a kind of throw spaghetti at the walls approach to my business, by which I mean just testing stuff out, right? You know, I had never been an entrepreneur before. I'm only three years in now, three, two years in. And, you know, I didn't know what I don't know. Um, And it's been making connections with people like yourself, Pearl, that have been able me to understand more about the world of business and to, to know, you know, what it is, the things that I need to have in place. Now, strategy, quote unquote, has just felt like such a masculine 
um, concept, right? It sounds to me, when you say it to me, it makes me want to go there, right? It sounds like pushing. It sounds like doing. It sounds like forcing. It sounds rigid and um, like there can be no kind of fluff around it. Now, I'm not saying we should have fluffy strategy, yeah? But I mean, it just seems really like a constraint to me. And I am quite naturally fight against any kind of constraint. You try and put me in a box, I'm going to fight till my dying death to get out of the damn thing. It's just how I am. <laughs> and I'm sure that you can resonate with that. And so these coaches came along and, and Dante is the name of one of them, right? The guy that, that originally, so it's him and his wife actually that are running this mastermind. And oh my God, the two of them together are a powerful combination. So you, you get two leaders inside of one container basically. So it's amazing. So he's kind of the strategist and she is more the mindset person. Um, so he taught me that I need to have strategy. You know, I can't just continue to just... Well, I feel like doing this today. So I this today because it was more like a hobby. Yeah. It wasn't like, okay, this is the thing that I'm here to do. I'm going to show the world that I'm in freaking business. I'm going to shine. I'm going to be who I was meant to be. Long story short, I ended up signing up five clients to my route to success program. So this is my signature coaching program, a nine week program, signed up five clients in five days to the value of 5k. Right. And I was just like, holy cow right? How has this even been possible? Like I was just, well, you know, um, it was just so surreal. I signed four clients in one day, four in one day. And I had been trying to do this for like over a year. Um, and you know, it can feel like you're just paddling furiously underwater and you know, that you're doing all of the things and you're manifesting and writing in your journal and saying all your affirmations and all of that stuff, which is great stuff, but without action, it doesn't get us anywhere. And I felt like I've been taking so much action and I joined so many programs. And what I realized was I was looking for the answers outside of myself. I was looking for the thing that was going to fix me, that was going to cure me of my cocaine addiction, right? So I tried RTT. I had tried um, EFT. I had tried, uh, what else? Theta healing, right? I had worked with my angels and my guides, you know, all of the things. So much money I spent on looking for solutions that didn't involve me doing the work on me, right? (laughs) Until I decided that this was it, I was done. I wasn't able to move from that place. So having jumped into this program, the, the Magnetic Genius Mastermind, I immediately started on module one, exercise one, and this is where the clarity came to me straight away. So I started on what they call the purpose process. And this is now something that I have put inside of my Route to Success program. So my girls are working on it this week, which is awesome, and I can't wait. What that process did was allowed me to dig really deep, deeper than I ever had before. Now, you again, Pearl, you're a coach as well. You know, you are a personal development junkie, much like myself. How many times have we dug into our purpose? Yeah. Yeah? How many times? You know, this is nothing new. But the thing is, it changes and it evolves over time. And when you do it in different ways from a different place, you arrive at a different conclusion. And so this time was a massive breakthrough. And I realized that I wasn't able to see the success that I wanted because one of my leading principles is authenticity and truth and and being real. I wasn't able to achieve that success because I wasn't being honest and truthful and real about my Coke problem. Now, this was freaking huge and more than a tiny bit scary because when I realized it, you know, I went through this with my coach and I was like, oh my God, I need to tell my mom. 
right? Can you imagine? At almost 40 years old, sitting your mum down to say to her, by the way, you know, the last year, while I've been in your house, while I've had my two-year-old son here, I've been, I've had a secret coke problem, right? Like the thought of it was horrendous, yeah? And it was insurmountable and it was impossible. And she might call social services and she might throw me out and all of the things. I was terrified. But overriding the fear, Pearl, was like the excitement because I knew that I had found the missing piece, right? The piece that was going to move me from stuck to in motion to unstoppable. And all I had to do was tell the damn truth. Now, I realized this while I was in the laundrette. Really fancy story here. Okay. Because <laughs> this is how I roll, you know, now that I've made it to Hollywood. I spend my time <laughs> in the laundrette. Um, I was in the laundrette and had this epiphany. And then I realized that my own stories, the story about she might call social services, the story about she might kick me out, they were just that. They were just bullshit excuses to myself to stop me from doing what I needed to do. Wow. Now, as much as they held truth, she could have called social services. She could have kicked me out. But with them excuses in place, they were there to keep me safe. So I didn't have to own my truth. So I didn't have to do anything about it, right? Because what I realized in that moment was even if she, even if those outcomes were to come to pass, and they could have, that actually that was going to be no worse than staying in the prison that I was stuck in in my own mind, a prison I had created from not being able to speak my truth and own my truth. Now, my coke problem is something that I've spoken about quite freely for some time on social media. Yeah. But never in the present, right? Never in the present. I'll go away and I'll go, yeah, I've self-sabotaged and da, da, da. But I've never turned around and said I've been doing coke for the last two weeks and I've been out my face and I haven't been able to function. And it's not been like that bad. Let me just stress that right now. You know, I'm a mum of a two-year-old I've been able to hold it down, but this has been a problem for me and I'm owning that. And, you know, what I've realized is any judgment that comes on me or anybody that is listening to this and thinking, you know, there is something wrong with you. Well, they're not my peeps and it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't mean a thing about me. What means a thing about me is what I think about me. And what I think about me is that I'm worthy of giving it up. I'm worthy of facing the truth. I'm worthy of standing here and using my story to help other people move from that place where they are stuck. And it is as simple as that. Tell the truth. Tell mm. the truth. Be truthful. Be honest. Because there's so much power in my story, Pearl. And I know that there are so many people that are really successful that probably have got the same habit, you know, that are doing things. And they are functional like me. You know, they were, they, they have a really successful day job. Say they're a CEO of a company. They go home, they do coke, they drink all night, they smoke a million fags and they get up and they go to work the next day, right? Yeah. This is something that people don't talk about is, the dirty, disgusting secret is something to be ashamed of. And yeah, you know, I'm not sitting here proudly going, I'm a coke addict. But what I am saying is that I've had this thing that I believed was a problem and it was. But as soon as I have reframed it and said, you know what, I'm in charge. Yeah, you're not in charge. I'm in charge. Yeah. Taken back my power. And literally all I did was make the decision. Pearl. I, that's all I did. And then I went on to have three hypnotherapy sessions, um, which have also helped me massively to, to, to stay on this track. But I know that I will never do coke again. Now, I have never ever said that before and I've given up coke a bunch of freaking times right and it lasts between four weeks seven weeks you know whatever but every single time I've been very very careful not to use those exact words I will never do coke again because they've never been true because I know that if I say that then I'm going to beat myself up and you know I'm going to beat myself up anyway so what difference does it make really but I've been very cautious because I've always been in a place where I'm like 
okay, I'll just say to myself, I'm not going to do it right now because that seems like more manageable than saying forever. Because the truth was that I knew I was going to do it again. Every day I was like, I've gone five days without Coke. I've gone seven weeks without Coke. All I was doing was counting down the days till I was going to do it again. I wasn't counting down the days that I hadn't done it. It was just waiting for the relapse. And now I'm free. I feel that I absolutely believe it to the point I'm declaring it as, you know, as often as I freaking can. And I'm saying to myself every single day, I don't do Coke anymore. I don't do Coke. I don't do Coke. I don't do Coke. And I believe it. And I don't need to say that to myself because I feel it with every fiber of my being. My soul has lifted. My my angels and my guides, they're rejoicing. You know, God is just shining his light on me going, Sarah, my gosh, you know, welcome, welcome, welcome. This has been here for you all along. And now here, this is yours. Just enjoy it. Just be who you are. And I'm just so relieved. So that is it in a very big nutshell. (laughs) Oh, this is phenomenal. Everyone that has heard me mention your name, I always add the word inspirational because you are, you are truly inspirational. I followed your story. I mean, since we've met, we've had this discussion a few Mm -hmm. times. Yeah. And it's, it's seeing you own it and actually move forward. It's, it's such a, fantastic thing to see and look at the breakthroughs you've had and how many people can relate to where you are what you're going through because I mean I can remember doing all my I did my degree as a mature student as you know did my had my divorce and set up my first company all in the same time and my children were under 10 both of them were under 10 when I did that and my son had attention deficit disorder not that it was ever diagnosed but yeah they they thought he was borderline autistic and attention deficit and he would keep me awake until gone 12 o'clock at night and the times I think I'd have an essay to write for uni he wouldn't fall asleep until or he wouldn't even settle down until say half 12 and I'd sit there at the computer I'd have an essay to write and it'd come straight out my head onto the computer spell check and I'd send it in and that's how I got through my degree but saying that the amount of pro plus I took at the same time because I had to stay awake and you think of this and you say this word cocaine and it's it's the celebrity drug, isn't it? It's something yeah. that people do that they think. And I've all I'd always used to think cocaine is the drug that helps you. It helps you stay awake. It gives mm-hmm. you energy. Yeah. It's it's you can see why high achieving people choose it because you're motivated. You want to do more, so you do whatever you can to bring in more to give you that more energy to yeah. keep going. But then suddenly it can go the other way. Yeah. And it, But it's so great that you've embraced that and you've shared. And the fact that you do share your message, so many other people can see those signs and think yes and can see you as the role model. And if Sarah can do it, we can do it. And it's to see the change. I mean, like I say, you inspire me every day Mm -hmm. as it is. But to see this where you've done your program and your route to success. And I remember you calling me up when you had those four signups on that one day. <laughs> and we were both screaming down the phone at each other because it was so exciting and it was such a breakthrough. Yeah, and, it was huge. And it impacts on everything else that you're yeah. doing because that becomes the story you share with others. Yeah. And it's the motivation that gives 
because we all have things that we are addicted to. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's knowing that pattern and knowing how to break it. Because mm-hmm. anything, even like exercise, you think that's a good thing, but it's so easy to become addicted to it because you get the endorphins and you keep going and you keep going. You've heard me and my schedules and the things because I got into such a, a pattern that I had to do everything. I was yeah. addicted to my schedules. So I had to do so much. Yeah. So I lost sleep because I had to fit everything in with this schedule. And if I didn't do it, I'd beat myself up because I hadn't done everything that I was supposed to do. And yeah. it's just learning take a bit of time and be kind to yourself learn to love yourself again yeah and so I've learned that you know my behaviors were basically rooted in lack of self-love you know because if I loved myself I couldn't do that to myself I couldn't do that to my human I couldn't do that to my son to my family you know I just so what I've learned recently is that the reason that Chase is everything to me. So Chase, for those of you that are listening that don't know who the heck Chase is, Chase is my two-year-old son who just completely transformed my world. He was unplanned um, and I was not expecting ever to be a mum. And then all of a sudden I had this baby and it just created a pattern interrupt by which I mean it stopped my partying, right? And it transpired that I resented that. Now, I didn't realise that. So I've carried around for the last two years a feeling of resentment that Pearl knows, you know, it's something I've spoken about a lot and it can't, it manifests itself in my life in lots of different ways. So I'm very short tempered. I get frustrated very easily and, you know, all of this stuff. And I, I've looked at it thinking it's what's right in front of me that's causing the frustration or the, or the anger or whatever, but it's not, all it's doing is, is triggering this thing that's already happened, this resentment, right? Now, whilst I was kind of in the dark about having to own my coke addiction, I thought the resentment was about the fact that I didn't have a choice about having the baby. Now, when I say that, what I mean is that his dad has never been in his life and he chose that, right? He was the result of a one-night stand. His dad chose that. That's fine. That's his choice. I chose to go ahead with the pregnancy knowing that that was the life that I was bringing him into. So I did have that choice. And, of course, we always have choices. But the story that I had was that, well, I didn't choose to get pregnant, right? And I was just so mad about that, Pearl. And it didn't make any sense to me. Why are you mad about that? Because now you're this person, you're this leader, you're this coach, you've got two businesses that are making money that you're proud of. You know, you're healthier, you're you're showing up in a different way. You've got all these different friends that inspire and, and light you up. And there's not one bad thing that's come as a result of having him. And yet in my brain, my emotions are going, well, you're really pissed off that you didn't get that choice. And I'm like, if I did have that choice, this would have been the best one anyway. So what's going on there? And I didn't get it. And it consumed so much of my time and my energy over these last three years, you know, and I've tapped on it and this and that and just being like, oh, I'm just, I wish I could let go of this. Well, the other day I was talking to my mum and all of a sudden I realized, hang on a minute, this resentment is gone. And so there was two parts of that. First of all, I was like, how the hell can it be gone? And I didn't even realize it was gone. And second, how can it be gone? (laughs) Like, how can it be gone? And then boom, the light bulb moment came. And I realized that actually the resentment hadn't at all been about the fact that I hadn't had a choice to have a baby or to become pregnant, I should say. 
the, the resentment was because it interrupted my partying and I was not ready to give it up. And so everything that's followed since then, i.e. my going back to it and getting to a point where I've had to tell my mum, was my subconscious brain fighting for that old life back, fighting to go back to the time. And it was all about me. Like I've struggled to get my head around it not being about me anymore, you know, and, and, I, and again, I'm owning that, you know, to some people that might sound terrible, but it's not, you know, I spent 36 years with it just being me. I was very footloose and fancy free. I did what I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted. I was a holiday rep. I worked abroad. And all of a sudden I've got this baby and I was like, huh? Like, what is the meaning of this? <laughs> like, what do I do here? Help me somebody. But I couldn't fall back on the thing, the one thing that got me through everything, through my dad dying, through my good days, through my bad days, through my up days, through my down days, through my college degree, through all of the stuff, yeah? Every single road led back to coke. It was how I celebrated. It was how I grieved. It was how I spoke. It was how I spent my free time. It was it was everything. Every single thing led back to coke. And then all of a sudden I had a baby and I was like, And so now it had gradually crept back into my life in a way that wasn't the same. You know, I wasn't going out on three-day benders down the pub and going missing and not showing up for work. That wasn't an option, but I still was doing it. And it was, I've realized my subconscious brain taking me back there, fighting for that old life back because it hadn't made the conscious decision to choose to stop. Now that I have chosen to stop, not because I had to, not because I God gave me a baby, not because my mum might find out. I chose for me, hey presto, just like that, the resentment is gone. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. But how freeing. Like I just every day feel so free. It feels like, I don't know, someone has taken like a 10,000 pound weight away from around my neck. Like I just can't even explain to you the gift of clarity of being able to see with absolute perfect sight what is going on it's amazing and you only get there by doing the work on yourself you know you only get there by going all in on yourself you only get there by raising your opinion of yourself and so self-love is is huge and you know I realized that I just didn't love myself at all I didn't love myself without chasing my life. I had no reason to save my own life. And even with chasing my life, I still wasn't choosing me and I wasn't choosing him. And, you know, that's not on. That's not on. But addiction has its way and it 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 leads you down a road that you don't want to go, but you feel powerless to stop it. And so now my work, I feel like part of my calling is to work with other addicts. Now, I'm not saying I'm exclusively going to work with addicts. And as you said, we can be addicted to anything, you know, to exercise, to self-development, all of the things, yeah. It's about being in a prison of your own making where you believe that you can't change these behaviors. You can't be something different. You can't be somebody different because you feel trapped. Those are my peeps. Um, And so this is now, you know, a different path that I didn't, I think, truthfully, I think I felt like I knew this probably about a year ago, but I wasn't ready to step into it, Pearl. I wasn't ready to face my demons. I wasn't ready to talk about it in the present. I wasn't ready to say, you know what, these are, this is what I'm here for because I was still in it. And, and I still had stories about like, well, how can I say I'm going to help people when I'm only, it's four weeks today. Well, it'll be four weeks tomorrow, actually. Um, you know, when I'm only four weeks down the line, like what will people think? What will people say? What if my friends think, duh, duh, duh. what if somebody reports me to social services? What if, what if, what if? Well, you know what? What if I carry on lying? 
What if I carry on stuck in that place? What if I carry on not shining my light and being contributing to humanity in the way that I came here to do? What then? That is the worst possible outcome. And nothing, nothing, no thing can touch me when I'm standing on a foundation of the truth. And that is it. Oh, you are phenomenal. And (laughs) you're saying, first of all, I would like to say you are just about the best mum I've ever met. The way you care for Chase, the way you look after him, the way you put, put him first is so, so special. Thank you. And you. You are so caring and so loving to everyone you work with, you connect with, but you weren't being loving and caring to Sarah. And I think a lot of us can see we fall into that. I think people will have seen, I did a post a short while ago on Facebook where I said about kindness and that people take kindness as being weakness. Yeah. And I might be kind, but that doesn't mean I'm weak. And almost shouting that from the rooftops and letting people know that, yeah, this is what's happening. This is what will work. Taking your own, actually being in charge of what you want to do and owning your story, like you've said. And I was a single mum. Yes, like you've all heard me say about going through the divorce and everything. I was a single mum from when my daughter was... um, I think she was about seven when we got divorced and my son was just under 10 like I said and you're looked at differently you and I can remember with all my married friends suddenly I wasn't invited to the parties because I was a threat to them I was the single woman Mm -hmm. that all their husbands were going to talk to and I'm thinking well I haven't changed at all yeah People see it's that perspective and how they look at things. And like you, I've always been career driven. I've always been, I'm probably one of the most driven people I know. 100%, yes. But as I was growing up, children were not on the agenda. I wasn't going to have children. I was going to have my career. Okay. Yes, with my son, I was on antibiotics and the pill didn't work and I fell pregnant. Mm -hmm. And it didn't cross my mind. I mean, my husband at the time was saying, no, you can't keep this baby. You can't keep this baby. And I went, yes, we can. Mm. Yes, we can. I mean, we were together, but we weren't married, but we'd been in a long-term relationship. And then just on, just under three years later, we had my little girl as well. And yes, it made such a difference. So you become so protective mm. and you do change. But it is, it's it's a learning curve. It mm-hmm. is a learning curve. And the fact that so many people could be listening to this and they're in a happy marriage, they've mm-hmm. got their children, they're all supported. And sometimes society will put this thing out as being a single mum. I can remember doing, when I was doing the degree, I did the access course to begin with and I had to do like, it was like three different subjects. So we covered psychology in one of them and we did sociology. And in sociology, they said about the different classes. Um, but because I was a single mum at the time on benefits doing the course, I was classed as the underclass, that this is what government had called us because we were on benefits. Wow. And I thought then, I thought, I could be the biggest snob on the planet. You know me, Sarah. But I, I wouldn't, I just suddenly thought that 
politicians had labelled me, given me a label that I didn't mean anything. I wasn't even considered to be a class. That gave me so much fire and fight Mm -hmm. to move forward. Mm -hmm. But until you've been in that situation where you have to be mother, father, carer and everything, I don't think people realise the pressure it puts on you because if you're in a relationship where there's two parents, one parent gets to have a break, one parent gets to have that sleep and recharge whilst the other one does the caring. Yeah. When it's just one, you do everything. Yeah. It's a massive, massive thing to cover. Yeah, it really is. I've never spoken like this before, but I think it's something that's really important that people Mm. need to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think equally, though, some people are in relationships and they they feel like they're doing it alone, don't they? You know, so there's all of that. And, you know, I'd much rather be in this situation where I'm doing it on my own and that his father is in his life under duress and doesn't really want to be there. What is letting him down? You know, he's got his stuff packed, ready to see his dad and his dad doesn't turn up. Like, how horrendous is that for a child? I just don't, you know. So I, I can't say that I'm not fearful about how I would explain to him about, you know, when he asked me, where's my dad? I don't want to lie to him, but I'm never going to say, you know, well, he doesn't want you. Mm. Um, But I'll cross that bridge, I guess, when I come to it. But, you know, it's I've, I've re- been really diving into my own past and my own stories and where they came from. And I think being aware of where what our own conditioning is and our own blocks are helps us to parent in a different way and helps us to show up to the world in a different way, to my audience, to everything. You know, like what I discovered was – Going back into my past, I did it in two sections, like what was missing from my life between 0 and 10 and what was missing from my life between 11 and 21. Well, oh, my God, so much. But one of the main things was, you know, security, stability, father figure. Like I had my dad here, technically, but I didn't. You know, he would go to Egypt for six months at a time and say he was going for two weeks and he would come back six months later. Now, little Sarah made that into a story that well he doesn't love you you're not lovable and that has manifested in all of my relationships I self-sabotage them because I'm expecting that they that you know they don't love me anyway that they're going to leave me anyway my dad later died you know when I was 17 so this just fueled my story doesn't love you the people that you love are going to leave you my granddad died in that time when I was nine you know so these were the male figures in my life and you know amongst all of that there was like the, the, the environment I was brought up in. I'm not saying I had a really bad childhood. This isn't a poor me story at all, but this is really identifying the things that have helped or the things that have been the cause of the stories that I've created. So like the lack of security and lack of stability have led me on a path where I have been unstable and insecure myself. You know, I've done the drink and drug route. I've done the shoplifting. I've done the sleeping around. I've done all of that stuff. Right. And it's because I, Well, not because I don't want to lay it at my mum and dad's door, for God's sake. Let's not do that. But you know what I'm saying? Like these things do contribute. Like it was quite a turbulent environment here. My dad was a drinker, you know, and so we would really see him. He would go out at four in the morning to go to work. He was a chef. And then he would go straight to the pub at two o'clock when he finished and come rolling in. And I mean, literally rolling in at like 11 o'clock at night. Him and my mum would have a massive bust up. I grew up being told if you hear mummy screaming, dial 999. Like, what the actual is that about? Do you know what I mean? But this was normal to me. I didn't realise how horrendous that actually was until I was about 27. Yeah? Like, it just doesn't – you don't question the things, do you? Because you don't know any better at that time. And I was just like, wow, this is huge. And, you know, my dad went and married somebody else in Egypt while he was married to my mum. He had four kids here, and yet 
he has committed bigamy as far as the English law is con- con- uh, stands. You know, he was yeah. Egyptian and under Islamic law, you're allowed to have four wives. Well, that's all well and good, but you were already married to a woman in England, yeah? And yeah. so we found this out and then they split up and, you know, all of that stuff, blah, 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 blah. Like, again, this isn't a poor me story at all. It's just literally these are the things that have happened, you know, and they are what they are. But it's only now that I'm starting to to look back and say, okay, I can see how that has played out in my life. I can see how that created a story that has then contributed to me doing this or me thinking that or me feeling this, which means that I then act in a certain way. And, you know, some. You're calling me, Pearl, on the phone somehow. What? <laughs> <Well, yeah. sighs> Have we not got enough conversation going on? <laughs> my phone I bring in it said Pearl Cox. I'm like, interesting. Um, sorry. Yeah, I just think, you know, it, it can be daunting going inwards, right? And it can be scary in a way. And I want to say that you can feel lost. You can feel so lost. Like when I first started on this track of sobriety, basically, I was like, I felt really good. And I know that I looked really good. I was a bit like, okay, what do I do now? Because like, I never, in my whole adult life, I've never been sober. Like I wasn't like a steaming drunk or whatever. And I don't want to label people in that way anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was functional with it. But I knew who I was with it. I didn't know who I was without it. And so I was like, I'm lost. Actually, Sarah, you know what? You're not lost. You're in a new place. And it seems like lost because you've never been here before. But you're not lost at all. You're freaking found, girlfriend. You're found. And that is power. Oh, it is. It is definitely. I mean, where's the time gone? Just going through that. I cannot. I know that you've got to run to another meeting Mm -hmm. for half 12. So we're going to bring certain things to a close but I'm also going to say I cannot let you leave this session without talking about route to success because this is I've just seen it explode everything you touch to do with this program (laughs) just turns to gold it really is yeah (laughs) So it has actually been magical, um, the route to success. So this is my signature coaching program, as I say, that I created like a year ago. And the person that I am now versus who I was a year ago is unbelievable. So I've got all these workbooks, I've got all this content and I'm like, okay, I can add this, I can add this, I can add this because there's just been so much growth. So it's really exciting to deliver it in this from this new place. So essentially, it's a nine-week program. You're calling me again, Pearl. Um, it's a nine- <laughs> honestly, well, you can you you can see I'm not. Too- uh, <laughs> this is weird. Oh my now. Okay. Anyway, let's not worry about that. Sorry, listeners. Um, just having a bit of a communication. <laughs> like party here um yeah the bridge success is a nine-week program okay so what it's about is you know it the outcomes that you can expect from the route to success are alignment or to feel like you know you don't have to figure stuff out on your own to get the strategy to get things moving to be really step into your power to discover your purpose to understand what it is that you came here to do and how to freaking execute that right so i've got it in three parts it's energize it's empower and it's own it Right. And each part is three weeks. So this is the mindset, the energy and the strategy. That's how I roll. Um, now, within that, as I said, I've got five girls on it at the moment. And 
each of them are actually doing something slightly different. So I'm delivering it one-to-one this time, which historically it's been a group program. And I'm super buzzed to deliver it one-to-one because it really means that these girls can get what they need in real time. Like a group program, you're just trying to take things, take people through set, um, you know, learnings yep. at the same time where one-to-one we can integrate different bits and pieces, whatever it is that they need, whatever's come up for them this week and so on. Um, so a couple of the girls are coming at the route to success from, you know, um, an aspect where they're wanting to work on their own personal development. And a couple of them are coming from it from the aspect of, of you know, wanting to grow their businesses, which also involves the personal development. Do you know what I mean? So what I've done is made the modules so that they can interchange them as they wish. OK, so I've got ones I say, OK, this is what it is at the moment. Boom, boom, boom. And give them the nine modules. You know, what do you want to take out? What do you want to put in? Where are you right now? We always have a big discussion, first of all, like an hour long chit chat. Where are you? You know, what's going on for you? Blah, blah. It's basically a free coaching session. And, um, you know, to really get a gauge of what it is, the, the best way that we can work together in order to move them into the place where they are just basically seeing the success that they want. Now, we know that success looks different to everybody, Pearl. Yeah. So it's impossible for me to sit here and say, this is what you will. This is what you'll get when you feel successful, because it's different. I I can't say that for you, yeah. But what I do know is that having a coach by your side, one by one, who has been on this journey as well, is priceless. It is absolutely priceless. Now, this program has historically cost between two and three thousand pounds as a group program, right? At this moment in time, literally like last week, I decided that I was going to open up just three more spots, only three, um, for the price of one three nine seven right so this is like almost half the price half the price and double the value because they're getting it delivered one to one right one-to-one coaching is where the magic happens because it's so personalized because it's so intuitively guided as well and I just really want to stress to people that you know what I jumped into programs that I didn't know where I was getting the money from to pay for it but I trusted that I had the resources and I just want to let you know that if you feel called to this there's a reason for that and you feel called to it because it's where you're meant to be and if you do what you're meant to do and go where you're meant to go the universe will meet you right there and go here let me do the heavy lifting for you and everything will work out for you because everything is always working out for us. Always, always, always. Now, we do have payment plans. Um, but, you know, I really encourage people to just pay in full because then it's done. You're making your commitment to the universe. Look, here I am. I'm ready to shine. I'm ready to step into who I'm meant to be. I'm ready to get my act together. Let's go. Um, and so that is what the Route to Success program is. If anyone wants more details, obviously contact me directly because this is just a really, really brief overview. Um, but it's amazing. Like we, we're only on, I've delivered the week two training to the girls now. So what they get is a training video from me each week and then, and a workbook or supplementary resources, whatever it is. And then we have a one-to-one call, which is 60 minutes long every single week for the next nine weeks. So we've done their complimentary session and we've done the week one calls. These girls, each of them have had different breakthroughs. Some of them have had like a bunch of breakthroughs. Others have had like two or three. But come on, we're two weeks in, you know, and and they're moving mountains. Their mindset has shifted. Their habits have shifted. Their beliefs have shifted. You know, all of the things. And I really think that when we start to heal ourselves, we encourage others to heal. Like, you know, as well as I do, Pearl, you can't heal somebody else. You can't heal for someone. Yeah. But when we heal then other people respond to us differently. And you just don't know 
Well, you do know. You know that this is the way that we change the world one yeah. person at a time by starting with ourselves because the ripple effect of that is just huge. It's absolutely huge. So, yeah, I'm here for all of the things, for all of it, and I'm so excited to work with these girls. I know them all personally as well anyway which is just an added bonus for me actually in this instance but yeah I've got three more spots open and I'm fully expecting for them to be snapped up so if you are interested I would love to chat to you about it oh Sarah this is brilliant and I say to all the listeners literally you've heard Sarah's story where she learned to love herself where she was giving that love to everyone else and caring and she's loved herself doing this with route to success It's saying start to love yourself, give the love to yourself, gift yourself this coaching course that you can actually grow and see and just see and see see the fantastic breakthroughs you have. And Sarah will share her pearls of wisdom with you. (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm really excited to do it because, you know, as I just said, I'm only a few steps ahead. Like, but you don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be the finished product in order to teach people what you've already learned. So a couple of my girls, you know, we're looking at their content in their groups and how to attract the right tribe. We're looking at strategies of how they can have some quick wins and make money like right now so that they can in turn pay for the program. You know, a couple of these girls have jumped in and they're like, oh, I don't have the money. And I'm like, look, that is a story. Okay. You know, if you feel called to me, we will work together and we will make it happen. And that's exactly what's happening. You know, they're they're going live on their Facebook. They're doing live sales. They're, you know, showing up in a completely new way with this energy and this motivation to make it happen because they've already committed to themselves they've said I am worthy and that is where it all begins and you know this process I've been talking about throughout this session um with you Pearl like where I dug into my purpose that is one of the most powerful processes that I have ever done to date and I will be teaching you exactly that and and going through it with you one-to-one inside of the route to success that alone justifies the price that clarity that will enable you to move forward and just feel that sense of peace. Like, this is what I came here to do. I know. I see it now. Like, it's awesome. It is so, so powerful, and I love it, and you will too. Um, But on the back of that, I also have Tranquility, which is my program that you know, Pearl, was exactly about finding your inner peace. You know, if you find yourself in a place where you are feeling a little unsettled, like just coming out of lockdown or you know, you're regularly kind of losing it, maybe at the kids or your partner, or, you know, you just feel a bit kind of anxiety ridden. Tranquility is a really, really good way to soothe your soul, basically. So this is just a 21 day self-led program. Okay. All of the content is there. You can watch it in your own time. Okay. So there's 21 different training videos, which are literally maybe 10 or 15 minutes long, each of them. And each one will give you a different tool or technique or way in which you can reconnect to your inner calm. So this is a really great way to to create a toolbox for yourself of different things that you can do to find your way back to calm no matter what, to tap into that sanctuary inside yourself so that your peace is not circumstantial. It doesn't matter what else is going on around you. You have got this well of resources that you can tap into each and every time or any time the need crops up. This is this is a low ticket item. So this is just £111 actually. And I had 18 people on it um, when I did it live. And oh my God, it was amazing. Amazing. So I've got some really great testimonials from that program, um, which, you know, speak for themselves. The effects of peace, it's the ripple effect, isn't it? When you feel at peace, 
the world feels at peace with you because you know you know it's like when you walk into a room and somebody's just had an argument like you can sense that tension that that energy can't you but when you come across somebody that is so composed somebody that is very serene you can't help but feel that too um and so this is what tranquility is it's an amazing toolbox of of tools for you to feel peace because that is just so powerful and i love it um so the route to success is my one-to-one program and tranquility moments of peace is exactly what it says on the chin and it's self-led oh this is wonderful to everyone listening check the description to this podcast and all these links will be there i normally put the podcast up literally as soon as i've recorded them so you might find if you if you're one of these people that listens straight away you might not have all the description but please come back and check because this is something you're going to want to listen to again and again. And please be assured over the next few days, we will have the description and the links to all these ways that you can connect with Sarah and take part with her different programs. So it just leaves me to say a massive thank you, special lady. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Never a chore. Oh, it's it's just one vile. You and I, you know, we can talk and put the world to rights all day, every day. The cows come home. And I just can't wait until we do, we can schedule more times that we yep. can share. And like I said, you are the VIP guest plus, plus, plus. <laughs> oh, That's such an honour. <laughs> and thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Adios. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.